called the TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. It is. Go on, say. Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Hey, hey, welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, Silcocast. With, With me today, as always, is the companion, Andy. That's right. You know he's got to be back. It's Timbot. Uh, at least I think he's here. Tim, are you here? All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, yeah, this is great. I got shot in the butt last week. Ha <laughs> ha! Right. That answers that. So today was the uh, official day of the day of the Doctor, the fiftieth anniversary <laughs> of uh, Doctor Who. But first, let's talk. Um, <laughs> Let's talk updates. Updates. Yeah, it's been forever since we were on air. We can talk about those spoilers we were talking about before. Well, we'll talk that through <laughs> in a while later, but uh, let's first talk about the prequel to uh, The Day of the Doctor, which is called, of course called The Night of okay, the Doctor. Okay, Night of the Doctor. Yeah. So we were actually uh, impressed and surprised that there was... A prequel to the 50th I was, anniversary. I wasn't expecting it. But we didn't know if we should watch it or not. Because we didn't know if it was going to spoil anything. And um, as we say in Sotocast, spoil. <laughs> Thank you. Spoilers for us are anything we don't know about future episodes. That's what you say, yes. Andy always says that. And uh, so we ended up watching it. And we were actually surprised to see who the doctor was in this little short video, which is something like seven minutes. If you started with 2005, you know, if you started with the Rose episode in 2005, you might not know who this guy was. Right. But he was the eighth doctor, uh, which is... Uh, I don't know his name. Hold on. He was the guy in Doctor Who the movie. In 1996. What are you looking at? Okay, uh, the eighth doctor was Paul McGann. Paul McGann. He was the one who showed up in the special, and uh, that surprised us all. And the reason why he showed up is to ultimately show us who he becomes. Now, Paul McGann, he was only ever in one television story, and that was the movie. The 90-minute 90, 90 movie from 1996. Now, however, he has been doing a lot of um, audio plays um, recorded for uh, CDs and stuff that where he still plays the Eighth Doctor and has all these adventures with different mm -hmm. companions. And from what I hear, he sometimes even like dresses up as the Doctor when he goes to Comic-Con or whatever. So he really likes the character and wanted to play him again, so I'm glad that they got he got a chance to do it again on TV. Right. So ultimately, he does this whole story involving weird old people well, i don't think the location is all that important it's not I I only the, it. the most important part of this little short video is who he becomes and that's john hurt that part was sweet yeah so the eighth doctor 
he's trying to save this person from crashing in a spaceship, I believe, and they they lock him out so that he can't get back in his TARS and he can't um, land the ship and ultimately the ship crashes with him on it and he dies. And then these people from, from the planet they land on bring him back but they say they can only bring him back for a few more minutes and he he has to regenerate but they said that they give him the option to choose what he's going to regenerate into and they said do you want more people like this to die the person on the spaceship because of all the stuff that's happening in the time war mm -hmm. you can do something about it so he chooses to become a warrior yeah. and that be makes him become the 8.5 doctor that's right which he's, is uh, also known in the specially credit him as the, the war, war doctor. doctor and he he says at the end doctor no more and you said what? And that's uh, he says, Doctor No More, and that's apparently his, uh, his catchphrase. Catchphrase like all the doctors have, and he's 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 no more guy, and he does all this stuff. So that means Matt Smith is really on his twelfth life. Yeah. So the so the eleventh Doctor is actually the twelfth Doctor. Like we were talk we we had theories about this in the last episode. No. That if the eleventh Doctor is actually the 12th Doctor, then the next Doctor, from the rules of Time Lords, Time Lords have 13 lives, the next Doctor would be the last Doctor. Yeah. Unless, we said there was a possibility that he might have more lives from when River saved his life in Let's Kill Hitler. There's that, and then there's also something at the end of this episode that was confusing to me. Okay, um, say what you mean. And that was revisiting old lives. I was confused with that. He said, you're going to revisit some old lives, you know, some old favorites. Wait, what? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember that. Because Tom, it was Tom Baker. Oh. He said that, and why would Tom Baker be there unless he regenerated oh, Tom Baker said that? Yes. Okay, oh, we're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves yes, here. To... <laughs> Sorry about that. This, our this, uh, screwdriver is motion controlled, and David doesn't know how to control himself. Okay. Anyways, um, he just turned off the sonic screwdriver, which uh, also uh, was you, pretty important in this episode, actually. Yeah. And <laughs> Andy here got uh, what did you buy? I bought the complete season one through seven uh, bo Blu-ray box set for Doctor Who, which has every episode since the beginning of Chris Christopher Eccleston to the um, the name of the Doctor, as well as a. Um, Sonic, screwdriver. Sonic Screwdriver Universal Remote Control. As well as a comic book and some posters and some other, other good goodies. Other goodies so, there. then I was thinking, wait, no, 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 don't I get a chance to say something? Okay, well, anyway. anyways. when we were talking about uh, Doctor Who in our last podcast, we, we were talking about how there was some spoilers already out about the 50th anniversary. And I, mostly casting rumors and spoilers and stuff like that, and I said, I know who's going to show up, and Andy knew it was going to be David Tennant eventually. Yeah, I knew I knew David Tennant was going to be in it. David said he knew somebody else I, was going to be in it. I said, I know somebody else is going to be in it. Do you, did you have any theory of who I was talking about? I had a few theories. At the time, I was thinking the obvious would be Rose, but I didn't think it would be the obvious. I thought it could be something like, um, the, it, it could be, you know, Captain Jack. It could be the 8th Doctor. I did predict the 8th Doctor as a possibility. 
Mm. Uh, because of the time war thing, I was thinking that if it takes place in time war, the eighth doctor could be one, the ninth doctor could possibly be one, but I wasn't expecting that to be the case. Yeah, so, yeah, the, it was obviously, it was Rose. I knew that one pretty much from the beginning. I, it took me a, I think it took me a week before I was spoiled on that. And I was, I, I was like, good luck to Andy and trying to uh, stay away from that spoiler. And for the most part, he stayed away from it, but he eventually found out. I got too. spoiled a couple, uh, a month or two ago for that, and it, it, it ticked me off. But then again, it wouldn't have mattered because when you're watching this episode, in the first five minutes, you get this. Uh, it's not even an intro, but it plays a theme song and it shows the names like the intro usually does. And it says Matt Smith, Jenna Coleman, David Tennant, Billy Piper. I'm like, come on! <laughs> and John Hurt. And John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, so we could just go ahead and talk about. The 50th anniversary, the day of the doctor. I've had many faces, many lives. I don't admit all of them. There's one life I've tried very hard to forget. Great men are forged in fire. It is the privilege of lesser men to light the flame. certainly come to the right place. The episode started off and everything's back to normal. Um, yeah. Clara is teaching now I wasn't. Or? I wasn't expecting... Yeah, she was teaching some kids or something or other and she had to go meet Which the doctor. Which kind of works with her character. Yeah, I get it. But whatever happened to him saving her and getting out of there... Yeah, I was hoping there would be more I, I, Trenzalore, but I think there is still I was, more. I was come. just, yeah, I was just wishing there was some kind of more of a, a, a transition period where we yeah. see how they get from, oh my gosh, that's John Hurt, to, doody doody do, I'm now teaching a class and the Doctor Wolf. At first, fine. at first when they showed Clara again, I was like, okay, is she gonna remember everything that's happened or? Because she stepped in the in the doctor's timeline, was she erased from history again? And this is a new Clara or something, just like we had before. I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. Is this going to be some new Clara that's never met the doctor before? But she did know she the knew doctor. doctor. Is it the? I'm and wondering... she remembered everything from inside his timeline. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's the same Clara or it's the Clara from the very, very, very beginning, before she like, like he saved her from. Uh, getting torn into a million pieces and she's now her whole self her real self i think it's the combination of all the clairs we've seen before or will if she dies is she going to show up again not knowing where she is or is that when she so. actually dies i think all the clairs we've seen before were the clairs from the time stream she jumped in and she went to victorian london uh victorian london she went to the asylum of the daleks and she went to um 2013 
London or wherever she lives in. Mm -hmm. And uh, and all three of those were from the time stream, I think. But the main one was that one from 2013, and I think that one has most of the memories, but the other ones are probably combined with it as well. So everything that she did in uh, Victorian London and in the asylum are probably in her head as well. I'm <laughs> thinking that's probably true. And everything else she did that we saw in The Name of the Doctor, where she was helping out all the different doctors, like the uh, first doctor, she helped him choose which TARDIS to get into, and she was helping all the doctors at second, third, fourth, all the... Right, so, first of all, is the Great Intelligence dead then? Yeah, the Great Intelligence died when he stepped into the time stream. He went in there to sabotage the Doctor, and he he did. First, he was successful. He sabotaged the, do the Doctor, and he um, destroyed himself in doing so. However, then Claire went in and basically erased everything the Great Intelligence did. So, so no, the Great Intelligence killed himself, and then everything he worked for was destroyed. Wrong. So it doesn't matter that he um, sabotaged the Doctor, because all his sabotage was reversed by Clara. Alright, so basically this episode goes in to uh, introduce us again to John Hurt. Uh, he's back. And we finally know for sure what that is, and that's as, as with the Night of the Doctor, John Hurt is the Doctor who was in the Time War. But previously, most people thought that this was the Eighth Doctor. Mm -hmm. That, you know, the Eighth Doctor fought in the Time War and then regenerated into Christopher Eccleston. But that's not the case. Not there the was case, a regeneration though. in between there. So technically, Christopher Eccleston wasn't the ninth Doctor, he was the 10th. Right. And all that fun stuff. So, uh, it goes into the show a little bit of his time in the Time War and how he was doing some uh, graffiti on the wall saying no more. And he, he had this choice to make about killing all the Time Lords and the Daleks and all that fun stuff by stealing this big weapon. Called the Moment. The moment. That's what the weapon's called that would destroy Gallifrey and everything in the Time War and put it in a time lock. But then, right when he's about to do it, Rose shows up. Rose shows up as but, as uh, she said she's the Bad Wolf. She said she's Rose, but she's apparently... She's not Rose or the Bad Wolf. That's the appearance that she gives off. She was the interface for that device. Like Just like the Doctor went into his TARDIS and had a young Amy talk to him. It wasn't really young Amy, it was the TARDIS, but it was just a visual aid for that. So in this case, the visual aid for the moment was Rose. The reason for that is the moment Rose said that she was getting somebody from the Doctor's past, but then she's like, oh wait a minute, it could be from your future, I get these things confused sometimes. Mm, and yeah. then she said, and this one is Rose Tyler. Wait a minute, it's not Rose Tyler, it's the version called the Bad Wolf. The image that it chose was the version of Rose that was the bad wolf in the end of season one, basically. Right. So that's so he has a conversation with her, and then suddenly there's these time portals that show up with fezes falling out of them. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Um, Wasn't expecting that. Right. And <laughs> our modern doctors in in England, and he's called by apparently Elizabeth, uh, Queen Elizabeth the first, his previous wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if you watched um, the End of Time episodes, at the very beginning, he had been running from his death, the uh, David Tennant Doctor, had been running from his death because he was told he was going to die, and he was afraid, he didn't want to have to face it, so he went on running around, and by the beginning of that episode, he says he got married 
to Elizabeth the first. So basically, there's there's <laughs> three things you have to be keeping track of right now, and it's about to introduce you to the third. But uh, the doctor and Clara, she uh, they all go and they see the message from the queen, which is this painting made with uh, Time Lord magic. Time Time Lord paintings. It's bigger on the inside. And Basically a 3D painting. Right, but it also doubles as a... Uh, Portal? It's, it's not... Suspended it's, animation. Yeah, it's not a painting. It's an actual... It actually holds that moment of history. The moment that the time war happened is kind of locked into that painting. And then, downstairs where there's more of these paintings, uh, they had figures that are uh, already in the paintings, but those figures were missing. That means they walked through the painting into our world. And those were the, what were they? The, uh, Zygons. Zygons, that's Zygons. right. Zygons. Zygons were in the old show. I don't remember them a whole lot. They did mention them once in season seven, this season, uh, during the Power of Three episode. Mm -hmm. Amy and Rory went off with the Doctor to do a few adventures during their wedding anniversary. Yeah. And one of them, they were caught by a Zygon or something. So it was mentioned before in this series, but um, they're not too memorable, and they weren't really super important to the episode. They're part of the story, but more of it had to do with the Time War, I think, itself, than the Zygon part. Okay, so the Zygon, the, the main story they wanted to talk, tell you about with the Zygon originated back in the 1500s when... David Tennant's version of the Doctor was uh, about to get married to Queen Elizabeth I. Because there's a whole story about Zygons in that time period, apparently. So, he's fighting off the Zygons, and another time portal shows up, and another Fez falls through. So now you got these three time periods going on at the same time. It's a little confusing if you're trying to really pay attention. You might have some problems. <laughs> we're so we'll we're going to see this again on Monday in the theater in 3D. So there's definitely going to be a benefit from that because it's it's a very complex storyline, especially with all the th the three different Doctor timelines going on at once. And to get that all sorted out in your head, I I had a basic understanding of what was going on, but I'm sure watching it a second time, I'm going to understand things uh, quite a bit more. All right. So they all have these portals in front of them, and uh, Matt Smith's doctor jumps through the first portal, ends up right next to David Tennant, and we're all like, yay! That and then sweet. the next person jumps through, and that's John Hurt. So John Hurt and David Tennant and Matt Smith are all in the same place together. And then they have this humorous little conversation about who the doctor is and... They were, yeah, yeah there was some really like, there was some really funny stuff between the three doctors. Which this. is it doesn't surprise me that David Tennant was funny and all that, but it did surprise me that John Hurt was. Yeah, I didn't expect I, bet, I expected <laughs> him to be more dark and serious. Yeah, but he he was actually one of the fun, funniest guys in the special. What's next? They get taken into custody by fake Queen Elizabeth, the Zygon, and then Clara finds a way to get to their time period as well. Uh, through the use of Jack Hardness's uh, time portal watch thing. Time Vortex. Yeah. Or, so, no, no, the, uh, what was it, Vortex Manipulator. Yeah, it, w it was said something, there's only, like, one, um, thing left. There's only one, uh, 
one trip left on it or something? No, I don't think so. Or maybe two. Yeah, pop, pop. There are two trips left on it. I'm glad they at least mentioned uh, Captain Jack, but they could have had him show up. He wanted to be in the 50th anniversary. He said so, but he didn't show up. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she goes on and she visits us. Now they're all together, even the ghost of fake Rose. So all these um, Zygons and the Brigadier's daughter, Kate uh, Stewart, were all in the room and they were deciding to basically blow up the world. They were going to use a nuke that was underneath and it, was, it could only be activated by the Brigadier's daughter. And they were about to do that, but the doctor didn't want them to, so they went back. The doctor first, he called the painting room and he told this one guy to put the painting in that room where they're going to end up being. Yeah. And then that painting was there when they were in that room, so the doctor could fly back through the um, painting back into the real world. Yeah, he had to go through the... That means that he had to stop at the time war first. Which I don't know how they got back I there. Was it, through the, was it through the portal again? It might have been that second trip that they said was available. I don't think they actually showed us, though. Yeah, they didn't show us go back through the portal, but I, that, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, and uh, so they kill, like, a Dalek, and the Dalek gets sent through the portal of painting mm -hmm. and they all wind up in the same room them and all the fake Zygon real people and all that fun stuff um, so how they saved the world at this point was they confused the Zygons into making them think they are also human right just in, in general that's what they did and then so since nobody knew who Zygon was uh, they both wanted to stop the bomb from happening and together, the Zygon and the human stopped the bomb. Yay, world saved. All right, all right, all right. That's right, Dave. That's right, Dave. Dave, you're, Dave, you're always right. But now we have to address the issue of the destroying... War. Yeah, the, the big thing that really should have been a paradox. <laughs> and really confuses the heck out of me. Because... They solved it, though. I think they solved the paradox because... Um, what they did was they all flew back into the time war. They said that should not have been possible. The, the uh, war doctor was already there. He was getting ready to destroy um, Gallifrey and the entire time war because he said, you know, that's what needs to be done. That's what needed to be done to save everything. However, the other two doctors suddenly show up at, and Clara, and they're like, no, maybe there's a chance to change this. And, you know... Matt Smith says, I've had 400 years to think about this, and I've changed my mind. And so he closes the moment, and they decide, instead of destroying Gallifrey... I'll save it. They'll but... save it by locking it, put it in a time lock, but take Gallifrey away, like transport Gallifrey away into a time lock, and then the Daleks will be left just shooting at each other. They'll destroy each other, and the Time Lords will be safe, but they'll be stuck... In right. time. So basically, they moved the island. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but <laughs> they, they, so they saved Gallifrey, but they lock it in time so that Gallifrey is stuck in time. The people of Gallifrey cannot leave what they're doing, but they're safe from the Daleks, and they have hope for the future. And so they changed things, but then, because it was a paradox... The paradox solved itself by erasing the memories of the war doctor and David Tennant, because um, that confused me. Yeah. So things since they changed things, the 
doctors could not remember what happened. Otherwise, if they did, then the entire history of... Does that mean Matt Smith can't remember either? No, because he was just there. Um, the ninth doctor, the tenth doctor, so the the war doctor, the ninth doctor, and the tenth doctor have to have their thinking that they ended the time war by destroying Gallifrey. But because the eleventh doctor is the last one there that just experienced all this, he can remember it. And because of that, now he believes he can go back and try to um, go back to Gallifrey at the end. He thinks that's where he's heading. Because now Gallifrey is not lost, it's saved. So there's a possibility of being able to go back there and save it. Because uh, that's what uh, Tom Baker hinted at at the end. Yeah. Um, and Tom Baker's stuff makes no sense whatsoever. First of all, okay, the, cool old, the, old, the old thing makes sense. Because if you watch the um, Time Crash episode, which is the end of season three before the Titanic episode, there's the fifth doctor shows up and he's all older, he says because of a uh, time distortion or whatever. Um, so there was <laughs> the difference in years between the two doctors caused a bit of time distortion or something mm -hmm. like that. So Tom Baker looked older because of that. Okay, I can understand that. First of all, why did you not put him in his outfit? I'm guessing Tom Baker decided that he didn't want to wear the outfit. Yeah. But I was saying I'm earlier, sure. I was saying earlier that he said to Matt Smith that, oh, you'll, you'll come back to uh, a few old faces, some old favorites and all that. And I was like, what? You said what? <laughs> I'll have to watch that again because I don't remember that. Is he, is he, I don't I know. don't think he means you're going to turn, he said you'll go visit a few no faces? He said, well, something like that, like... Because what it could mean is just like the, at the end of David Tennant, he went back and visited Rose and and uh, and Martha and Donna and everybody like that, you know. So maybe yeah. it's gonna maybe they mean something like that for for the Eleventh Doctor. I don't know. So basically, or maybe they're just saying people we've seen before on the show are gonna show up again. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, John Hurt and uh, David Tennant they leave on their TARDISes. John Hurt gets on his TARDIS. And he starts to regenerate, and we're all like, "Ooh, he's gonna turn into Christopher Eccleston! It's gonna be great!" It's the number great. one thing I was really hoping they would surprise us with—that you know, a, a regeneration into Christopher Eccleston—and they started it, but they didn't finish it. Well, it. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah, kind of let down. I'm like, Christopher Eccleston. If you, you look really closely, from... I think they started the morph into Christopher Eccleston, but they quit it before he actually looked like him. Unless he was morphing to somebody who wasn't Christopher Eccleston, we'll find that out later. No, I <laughs> highly doubt that. <laughs> no. Um, now he turns into Christopher Eccleston when we can't see him do it. Uh, David Tennant... Somehow changes his TARDIS back to the uh, Ninth Doctor's TARDIS. David Tennant returns to the End of Time episode. Yep. And Matt Smith goes on to the Christmas special. Yep. Now, um, first of all, I thought it was really cool that they brought back the ninth and 10th Doctor's TARDIS. I expected that set to have been destroyed long ago, but I guess it still exists. Also, the War Doctor's TARDIS was pretty much what all the old series TARDIS looked like. Yeah. Almost the entire old series, it had those white circles on the walls. Yeah. And the... so that, I thought that was really cool. Even though it should have looked like what the 8th Doctor's TARDIS looked like in the movie, I thought that was a cool TARDIS too, but they didn't have that in this. I really thought that there was going to be a regeneration in this episode. It's the 50th 
an anniversary special, and yeah, there was kind of a regeneration, but it was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> it was it was good effects and stuff, but they didn't finish it. They they could have at least given Christopher Eccleston a CGI face. They could have something. done it the way they did it in Night of the Doctor. Night of the Doctor, um, I don't think um, John Hurt was there to film it. I think he just recorded a few lines for it, and what it was was they just showed like. A mirror and you could see a picture of John Hurt as a young person because like I guess the time war took a long time he probably took a, took him hundred years or something and so it was it showed John Hurt as a young person and you could hear him say doctor no more so they could have done something similar with Christopher with Eccleston, Christopher Eccleston like yeah. maybe like just show it in a mirror show Christopher Eccleston's face and then have and a clip and then of he him say fantastic or, or Rose. no no, he wouldn't say Rose because he doesn't know Rose. Oh, right, right, right. He would say fantastic. Yeah, something like that. Um, but now, now let's talk about the things we liked about it and the things we didn't, or wish, okay. th or wish there was more of, or or something else entirely, something like that. Well, I think I know what you're gonna say for that. But yeah. Um, what do we like about it? David Tennant for one. David Tennant is the best part of it, but. It wasn't a surprise either. Unfortunately, we got spoiled. Andy always says that. Yeah, way early on. Um, so, but he jumped right into character. I was afraid it wasn't going to work. He looked older, but he jumped right into character. I don't really think he looked all that older. He, he was a little uh, wider on the face and a little saggier, but <laughs> he, he, still, he was still David Tennant. He was still the doctor. He still fit the character perfectly. He still went, wow. Wow. And he's still on Allons-y! <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Yes, but... Uh, still had his screwdriver. His suit. It was cool to also see Rose. Yes. Even though I it was wasn't the real Rose. I was disappointed that it wasn't the real Rose. I really wanted um, them to bring back the clone version so it would have a, a, actual Rose and actual Doctor. As far as David Tennant goes, I thought it would be the clone yes. that we lost last saw. Coming back with the real Rose. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I'm certain that's probably what they figured everybody thought though, and that's why they did it the way they did. So, to surprise everybody. Yeah. Um, what else is cool about this episode? Well, there was the uh, Time War, which we haven't seen anything of to this point. Right. We just know that well, it happened. Saw, it was kinda like Star Wars with the Clone Wars. We saw bits and pieces of it in the end of time, but that was really a few days before the end of the Time War. This was the actual last day of the Time War. Yeah. So it was a little different. And I said on the last podcast, something I've always wanted to see was a Time War movie. This is basically it. It wasn't exactly how I pictured it. I expected the entire thing to you know, take place in the Time War. But this, this kind of did different things. It had three timelines. It had the Time War, and it had David Tennant's timeline, and it had Matt Smith's timeline. Uh, I also liked... John Hurt's role in this, yeah. as it was, it was humorous, and it, uh, it, he added to the role pretty darn well. It worked better, it, um, it worked differently than I expected, but it worked very well. Yes. Uh, I liked seeing his screwdriver, he had one of the, uh, classic screwdrivers with the red tip instead of the, uh, blue or green ones. Right. We also liked seeing the, uh, the past TARDISes, that, that mm -hmm. was cool. We talked about that. 
and the uh, shout-outs to some of the older ones that we had. The first uh, Doctor's theme song in the very beginning. Oh, that was really cool. And then there was the girl with the Tom Baker scarf. Mm -hmm. And then um, they, if you looked on the wall, they had pictures of old Doctors and old companions. That was cool. Right, just like in the end of the movie, there was the, the video of the old Doctors all together. Mm -hmm. um, and there was that one shot of all 12 Doctors together. Lots of CGI. They stuff. had they just took old promo pictures and they just kind of plastered them on faces, but it was still cool. It looked good. I've just been rewatching the entire series again, and I thought it was really cool that pretty much every episode since the Snowmen had references to the old series. Since this is the 50th anniversary year, so they kind of s spread out some of the 50th anniversary stuff throughout the year. All around, uh, while you're watching it. It's been a while since the show has been on the air, and just the fact that it's playing and being the 50th anniversary, just that alone is awesome. And you're like, your heart is pounding, and, and you're, you're, you're also expecting, I think, more out of it than what it gives you at the same time. Uh, but what it gives you isn't bad. Right. It's, it, there's just some things here and there that you wish were there but weren't. Uh, First thing, David wanted to see uh, Matt Smith regenerate. I wanted to see Matt Smith regenerate. Tomorrow will be a better day. Second of all, we would like to have seen Rose be Rose and not just an interface. <laughs> uh, it, it was It was disappointing to not see Rose interact with David Tennant at all. Right. That was disappointing. That was a little disappointing. Uh, I would have liked to see... Well, I would have wanted the story to be a little less confusing with three different storylines going yeah. on at the same time. The Zygons were kind of pointless. They were. They are just kind of a plot device. Uh, there seemed to be some hints at what was coming up, which was cool. Yeah. River was not in the 50th anniversary special, and that's kind of disappointing. It would have made sense if it had the Matt Smith regeneration because it says, you know, silence will fall at the fall of the 11th, you know, when the question is asked. And some of those things happened in the name of the doctor, but they didn't seem final because River didn't learn his name. There was no fall of the 11th. There was no, the 11th doctor did not regenerate. That's what, that's what most people assume fall of the 11th means, that the 11th doctor is done, that he's regenerating. So... None of those things have happened yet, so I'm guessing that that's probably what the Christmas special is going to be about. I wanted to see the regeneration of Christopher Eccleston since they were going to go into that and at least tease it. They should at least show him. It, there's nothing wrong with I'm glad with they started the regeneration. I'm disappointed they didn't finish it. Yeah, I, they could have done it. Christopher Eccleston could have shown up for like two seconds to film a little scene. He's He says he doesn't. He does, he was done with the role. And I'm like, okay, so if you come up for a few seconds, that's not coming back to the role. It's filming a cameo for fun times sake, for, you know, showing that you appreciate what the show is and stuff like that. And it's kind of disappointing that he, that he acts that way. That he, I'm guessing that they wanted to bring him back. I'm almost certain of it. Oh, yeah. They, they would have done it. Yeah. Um, one of the rumors that showed up the first time that they started talking about the 50th anniversary was that all the doctors Ever. that that or at least were alive would show up and the others would be like CGI'd or something. And I think what that is is it's confusing with the adventure in space and time which we have not seen yet. I have it um, recorded uh, but we have not watched it yet. Adventure in space and time features 
um, actors portraying the actors who played the first Doctor and the second Doctor and um, Stephen Moffat as the fourth Doctor as Tom Baker and there's other people so it could be if there if all the doctors are in the adventure in space and time then that would make sense for why that rumor was created because they thought that was the 50th anniversary but for the most part the 50th anniversary i was mostly waiting for the regeneration from matt smith that's what i was waiting for for this big finale this big 50th i kept trying to hint at it i i knew it wasn't coming i had been spoiled i i i, I I was trying to hit the day with the entire time. Don't keep your hopes up. Don't. Uh, it might not happen. I got saying things like this, and they was like, "No, no, it don't it, happen. It has to happen." <laughs> I was like, "Come on!" I knew these these things already, but I didn't want to say that I knew them because uh, that would be spoilery. Ah oh, man, I'm I'm still disappointed. Even if I knew it was gonna happen too, I I would still be disappointed because that is perfect. It's a perfect opportunity for it to happen. It's a, it is a good place to put it, but and after the Christmas special, there's not gonna be cool. another Doctor Who until August. August, or so. August, unless there's some other specials in between. There's a possibility of them including more specials, but we said the same thing after Season 6 was done. We thought maybe there'd be some specials before um, Season 7 started, but we had to wait almost a year for that. The yeah. only thing we got was Pond Life, and that only showed up a few weeks before Season 7 started. I just don't want to wait a whole year. I mean, we already waited so long just for this. Yeah. As it's kind of... Well, well, we don't have to wait a whole year yet. We got one more month, and then we'll have to wait, yeah. like, nine months or so. One more month, and I hope, I hope, I hope that this is a really good Christmas special, because most of the time, these Christmas specials aren't super great. I mean, some are, but, like, most of the time, they're like... The last one was really good. <clears throat> the Snowman was one of the best Christmas specials ever. I think it probably is the best Christmas special, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, unless they give us any more news about more specials or other special movies, maybe even one. I'll be good with just one. You know what I want to be announced? Another season of Torchwood. That's not going to happen. It might not. The guy who the guy who is uh, who works on it, he's not. He hasn't really been doing anything, so he might he might not. Um, the guy who plays Captain Jack is currently an Arrow. But Sherlock, Sherlock out. is coming out, and that that uh, that'll be January. January, and that'll hold our uh, attention. Yeah. While Doctor Who is off, but there's only three episodes, and it's what every week. Uh, take... There's a rumor that all three are gonna come out on the same day. I don't think it's true. Oh, I bet but... it better not. <laughs> I, I I'd be kind of cool, but it at would. the same time. It no, wastes that wastes a lot of. Uh, in the past, yeah, it was uh, every week. There is a one ninety-minute episode. Yeah, they're long and all that, but there's only three of them, and they're awesome. But yeah, so we can uh, we can do a podcast on the uh, Sherlock's there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be called uh, Soto Holmes. We didn't do an agent. <laughs> we didn't do a Shield podcast. If we thought we were do. No, I didn't. We never did any other podcasts or Haven, or S.H.I.E.L.D., no. or anything like that. So, uh, we could do Sherlock, just because, you know, it's the same guy doing it, you know? And uh, it's just as cool, and we still need to know how uh, Sherlock came back. Uh, what are we going to do? Are we going to do a podcast on all the episodes already? <laughs> well, no, but if you haven't seen... A lot of people haven't seen the first two seasons of Sherlock, because it's 
it's a British show and, and like Doctor Who, but it's not as anywhere near as popular as Doctor Who. So a lot of people have not seen season one or two of Sherlock. So if you have not seen those, check them out. We will be starting if we do one. We will be starting it sometime. Are we going to do a catch up podcast like last time for we could Sherlock? Do, we could do a catch up podcast. Ketchup is the best. And uh, so, if we do a podcast, you'll definitely... I mean, even if we don't do a podcast, you're going to want to check those out. Do we want to do a spoiler uh, section? Okay. So, that is our show for today. That if is you, about it. If you, if you would like to... Um, Ask us questions. If you would... No. Yeah. If you... You can... What? Comment on the message You can comment board. us or email us at sodapodcast at uh, gmail.com. Or you can... You know, find us on Facebook at, uh, again, Soda Podcast. or uh, You just search them all on the outside, you'll find it. So that's our show. If you care to spoil yourself and ruin the surprise, we have a spoiler <laughs> discussion coming up in a second. We're going to talk about... Oh, we only have really one spoiler. We that's know. right. So, um, so we're going to talk about that next. Um, so if you don't want to be spoiled, then... Turn it off now, please. Okay. Basically, uh, I, somewhere back in July or something like that, we heard that there's going to be a regeneration. Now, this was rumored. Yeah. At the end of season six, they said um, Matt Smith had renewed his contract through 2013, but then there was rumors that yeah, that was going to be his end of his contract. There, there, there it was, wasn't confirmed. But that we heard that Matt Smith is leaving the show. Yeah, so... so. So, um, and then in August... And then they finally announced the uh, actor who August, was going to be replacing him. they announced him. him. It's Peter something, I believe it's like Capaldi or something, something like that. Something like that, and he was in a previous episode, He was right? in a previous... Do you want me to say who he was? Yeah, yeah. In, um, in the... I'm Now, I haven't actually looked this information up, so this is going off of assumptions based on some of the things I've heard at work and, and uh, when people were talking about this. So I don't know for sure, but it was the fires of Pompeii. He was the um, Italian man that was, uh, he carved stone and he took the doctor's TARDIS into his home. That man, I believe that man is, is playing the next one. After they mentioned there, there's all 13, there is one very short shot. Uh, just an eyes. Just a pair of eyes. Not the face, but you see the 13th doctor's eyes. Or, you know, the 12th, whatever you want to call it after Yeah, this Matt is going to be difficult. Okay. 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 So the entire fan base has been basing this whole... Like, how they talk about the Doctor. They say the 9th Doctor for Christopher Eccleston. They say the 10th Doctor for David Tennant. They say the 11th Doctor for Matt Smith. Now we're going to be saying the 13th. Now what do we say? Do we say 10, 11, and 12? Or do we say, like, the War Doctor and then 9th Doctor and 10th Doctor and 11th Doctor? 
Do we count it? At, do we count it as a numbered doctor, or do we just count it as the war doctor? It's not the war doctor. Well, he is the war doctor, but now this I, is I, see. I'm gonna be carrying out my description of Matt Smith as the eleventh doctor, but once it shows this new guy, I'm be that's the thirteenth doctor. <laughs> now here's the thing. In the old series, there was a guy named the Valyard. We talked about this last time. Yeah. The Valyard was said to have been created between the Doctor's 12th and 13th lives as the darkest parts of the Doctor. Is the darkest aspects of the Doctor created the Valyard, which was created in between his 12th and 13th lives. Doesn't make any sense. So that would mean if, if you count the War Doctor as one of the numbered Doctors, then the next regeneration should create the Valyard. Should create the Valyard, unless you. The thirteen. It did not say the thirteenth Doctor I would, was the Valyard. Honestly, it said it was in between the. 12th I would. I would honestly, honestly believe that John Hurt is the Valyard. Valyard. They just didn't say it that no, much. No, no, no. The Val. John, John Hurt ended up being a good guy. The Valyard was a very bad guy. John Hurt was supposed to be a bad guy, though, right? No, he wasn't a bad guy. He was just a, doc a doctor that had to deal with a difficult situation, basically. The he had to lower himself to to below his standards in order to solve Here, Here's problems. what I think. Here's what I think. You know when there's a regeneration, uh, how how uh, how there's always there's like a regeneration for several hours until it fixes itself for the first fifteen hours of the re yeah fifteen hours after regeneration the doctor can heal himself. Do you think it'll happen in that time? Like, he'll turn into this Valyard and then turn into the next guy? I don't, I don't think he'll turn into the Valyard. I think the regeneration will create, like, a copy of himself, which is the Valyard or something. So you mean it'll be like in Superman 3 with the evil Superman? Something like that. But you think it'll be, like, the same actor? You'd have to watch that Do you think it'll be the same actor? Like, facing off against himself? I don't know if that guy's still alive or not. Uh... Oh you, oh, you mean like Matt Smith? Like Matt Smith and Matt Smith, or the new guy and the new guy? I don't think so. Are they going to end the Christmas special with a regeneration, or are they going to begin it with a regeneration? Oh, I think it would have to be ending. It's always the end, though. It's always, it's always the, the end, end yeah. but... No, it's, it's, it's been, it was been in the beginning of one episode because they recasted the guy before they started working on the season. They did that once, but it was crap when they did that, so they don't want to do that again. I'm thinking maybe mid midway because we can't we can't just wait another year until we see the guy really in action. No, it makes for a good cliffhanger. If you start, if you give them a taste of the of the of the thirteenth Doctor in the in the you know for part of an entire episode, that gives you too much and it's it's not really a cliffhanger. But if you end with, holy crap, who's this next Doctor? Boom, that's the end. That's a cliffhanger, and mm -hmm. that that'll hold you, you know. Hold you over, wanting to see see more. So that's all we know now, and that's got to be the end of our podcast because we have stuff to do right now. So, yeah, goodbye, uh, good riddance. Uh, <laughs> comment, message us, all that stuff. That's Peace right. Peace out. Peace out. And that's all I got. So yeah. <laughs>